Hello, listener. This is your Uncle Adam. And I am your Aunt Ryan. Here we are on Uncle Adam and Aunt Ryan's podcast show. Good to have you back. Yeah, and, and the fans are all called the, the nieces and nephews. Yes. What's up, everybody? Uh, you can't answer because I can't hear you, but I'm assuming you're all right. Uh, I wouldn't assume that, but... <laughs> How are you today, Adam? You know what, Ryan? I could be better. <laughs> Do you know, today, my head is actually kind of screwed on better than it's been in a long time. Is that so? But I know it's going to be tomorrow. It's The shadow is going to take over. The head's going to unscrew. But when your head is screwed on after a long time, you're like, oh, wow, I've let everything go. Not just you, but, like, my house is a mess. The car is a mess. You just realize, like... You haven't done anything like creative in a while. You're like, I gotta, I gotta start. You know, let me let's get, let's get to it. And then tomorrow, my head won't be screwed on right again, and I'm gonna be like, fuck it. You know, and I'll let it all just, I'll let it all just rot away again. Well, that sounds about uh, on par. Yeah, with, for you with life, <laughs> with life in general. Maybe it's just people like me, and maybe you. Is it fair to say? I think you try a little harder than me. Is this a rerun, by the way? No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. We started talking about how the day was. Look, we're not here to talk about our moods. We're not here to talk about our diets or the 80s or movies <laughs> we liked as kids that we don't know. We're not here to talk about the world or whatever crazy batshit thing is going on at the <laughs> Capitol. We're here to talk about movies. We watched a couple of movies and we got things to say. Yes, we do. If only we could remember everything. What we talked about last week was that we had planned to watch all three of the Godfather films together, and we did. We kept that promise to you, We listener. watched all three Godfather movies together, like which is crazy. In one, pretty much one sitting. Nine, like, um, what Within is? a 10-hour period. Close to nine fucking hours, the whole thing, and... We took a break. Is this this good? Is Mike? Yeah, this is good. Of course. We took a break in the middle to um, get Italian food. So I was drinking wine, eating Italian food, and watching the Godfather movies, and it and it was a blast. Yes, and a uh, blast. We just wanted to talk a little bit about that, if that's okay with you, listener. Do you know what, Adam? We should do that. We should do that more often because me and you have done like we. I remember what have we watched here? Deal or No Deal. We watched bit the Bill and Ted uh, two and three, and um, we did the James Bond thing. And I was thinking about this. I thought, you know, a lot of shitty things have been happening lately. Uh, but we, but I have this place now, and I should be doing more in this place. And I think it would be great if we watched more stuff here, and then super t- spreader event, and then talked about movies. it. Yeah, and then talked <laughs> about it on the show. And we could even have guests watch stuff with us. Like, why not? We'll just, we'll watch shit, an episode of something or a group of movies or something, and then talk about it on the show. That's, we should do that more. So Godfather. Yeah. We did it. And if you're not a fan of the Godfather or you don't want to be spoiled, go and listen to an old episode. We've got a ton of them. You're obviously in the mood to hear us. So keep listening to us. Or maybe you're not in the mood to hear us. (laughs) But if you are a fan of the Godfather movies or you don't mind being spoiled... You know, we're, you know, we're going to go off on tangents. We haven't even started yet. But if you'd like to hear us talk about our experience in watching those movies. <laughs> what are we doing? What is this? What? Nothing. <laughs> so what? What do you got? <laughs> I got, uh, we're, we're done for. Well, first of all, the biggest mistake was that I didn't, we didn't record right after watching it. That was a big mistake. That was my fault. Yes. That was my fault. We should have done that. Yeah, because we were all jazzed up on on Godfather, as you would imagine, having watched that many of them in a row, and 
uh, that was a couple of days ago now. Oh. And, but I still remember that I enjoyed it. I like those movies. Well, avid uh, film watchers of our age uh, sometimes will just assume that people have seen The Godfather. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people of our generation have not. And younger, I saw. Um, oh, definitely younger. On, on Forget Instagram, about it. they posted like, "What's a movie?" What are the just recently? I saw this today. Like, what's a movie that you think is underrated that everyone loves? And somebody in the comments wrote the Godfather trilogy, and a lot of young kids. These what do these kids know? They watch reaction videos. They don't know anything. <laughs> oh, these two kids have never heard "In the Air Tonight" for the first time. Let's watch. I want to watch a, a reaction video to. Uh, millennials or Gen Zs watching The Godfather for three and a half hours. I understand. Look, it's a long movie. It's older, so it's got some slow pacing at times. But, I mean, it's loaded with famous scenes and phrases, and it's just it's just powerhouse. I think those first two movies, I, I don't even want to compare them. I think together they make for just an epic, amazing fucking journey, saga. I, I, I think they're fantastic. If you're in your early to mid-30s and you haven't seen The Godfather yet, just do yourself a favor. Yeah. Watch The Godfather Part 1, Part 2, and... Uh, you can leave out Part 3. Yeah, we'll get more on that later. Yeah. More on that later. But, like, Godfather 2, it does the thing where it's paralleling... The, well, for, well, first of all... Because I love... A lot of people... Hey, some people probably don't even know what this movie's about. Oh, you want to start from the very beginning. What is The Godfather about? Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. You want me to answer that? Yeah, answer me. Okay, The Godfather, based on a book by, uh, I believe it was... Uh, Mario Puzo. Puzo, uh, Harpy. Um, it's, uh, what was it, 1972, Francis Ford Coppola? It's a movie about a mafia family, uh, essentially. Uh, the Corleones in New York in the 40s, uh, right after World War II. And it's about, uh, that's what it's about. Essentially, <laughs> it's essentially about them, and there's a. I don't want you know. What do you want to do? Go through scene for scene. I mean, well, no. That, what's the main conflict of the film? Um, the head of the Corleone family, uh, Vito Corleone, also known as the Godfather, um, does not want to get involved in drugs, and the other families do. The other um, five fam- organized crime yes. families around the New York City area. And he does not want to get involved in crime because he thinks it's a dirty business and, and such and such. And so they want his power, politicians and such, that he has that he's not sharing because he doesn't want to get involved in drugs. And so a bit of a mob war breaks out. And uh, that's essentially, I think, the, that's... The, the a, premise of the first Godfather. Yeah, that's the plot of the movie. And we have... An <laughs> so al- bizarre, telling the plot of The Fucking hey, Godfather. I mean... One of the most popular movies. It's one of those um, things... What is it? Uh, you take it for granted, you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I think it's one of those... I think you're right. There are certain movies that become so overrated that a generation of people feel like they have to underrate it. Sure. And I think the, it's like the constant thing of like memory. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. I think that The Godfather is a great movie. I don't. I, I don't think it makes me like. Oh, of course he would say that. Or if I said it sucks, then people would go. Of course he hates it. I'm just telling you what I think. I think that movie's a great movie. I think that's the only movie I can think of that every single scene in it is classic and iconic. Yeah, it's it's just a powerhouse. It's just it's loaded. It's just a great movie. And you have an all star cast, just ringers yeah, top to you've bottom. You've got Seth Rogen. 
<laughs> you've got uh, you've got Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah, Paul Rudd. You got them all in there, man. You've got Jonah Hill. Uh, this is now Don Corleone, yeah, the yeah. Godfather. Yeah, played by Marlon Brando. Yes. And now this is pretty much what all great performances are based on is his performance in this. Yeah, he does like a Daniel Day-Lewis level of I mean, he he again, it's easy to what did you what was the word you used? Um sort of like forget or take it for granted. Yes. It's easy to take that performance for granted. It's easy to go, "Ah, oh, yes, yes, I've seen." I mean, even before you see this movie, you see cartoons and you see like there was that movie Mafia. There's you see all these movies make fun of this performance because you've seen, you know, so everyone knows what the Godfather looks like, how he talks. So you take it for granted, but man, what a, what a killer fucking performance. Yeah. I, I mean, it, the, the shit in his cheeks and like, what a bizarre choice. And it just, he kills it. Yeah. I don't know if it's the birth of method acting, but when you think of method actor, you just think Brando Godfather. Yeah. That's he, it. He's just bringing that shit to life. Yeah, I mean, and, it's, and you, put, you said he put stuff in his cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine him telling the director, like, "Hey, I think I want to put things in my cheeks to make him look like saggy." It's like that's an absurd idea, but it's it, it's it's perfect. It's does it doesn't come off silly. He's I think he's like ten years older than he's he's not a ton year old ton uh, maybe like fifteen. We looked it up. He's about fifteen years older than than uh, like Pacino, Pacino playing his son, and it's like. But you believe 100% that this is like a 60, 70-year-old man. Like, it just totally sells it. So, yeah, we got, we got the, um, the, I guess, the wide-ranging plot. Yeah. Then a little more in, a little more deeper to the core is the transfer of power. Yeah, the overall... Um, it, it, we talk about Breaking Bad a lot on this show because it's amazing. And... Um, Breaking Bad, this, the, the essential conceit is that a good you're watching a quote-unquote good man turning bad. And Vince Gilligan admits he's taken a, a lot of uh, inspiration from Godfather because you're essentially watching his one son who really wanted nothing, didn't want to be a part of the family take the role of leader of the family and sort of sell his soul and become this rotten guy because he has to protect, in his mind, his family. And that's pretty amazing. That's yes. cool. That's a really cool. Um, I mean, it's great Breaking Bad too. But I love watching that, like that that arc. Well, I, I have a theory about now Michael Corleone, Don Corleone's second. Is he who, is he the the youngest son? Yeah. So he's the youngest son. So so Don Corleone has three sons. Yes, yeah, Sonny. Sonny's the oldest, played by James Caan. Fredo. Fredo. The actor's name I'm embarrassed to admit is. I'm not Escape, remembering. He's, escaping you. He's in a, a lot of great movies. He rocks. He died young. And then Pacino, who plays Michael. And he also has a daughter named Connie. And then he has like an adopted son named Tom. But that's besides the point. <laughs> this is a lot of this is a lot of information. Yeah, that's the other thing about this epic film is that there are many characters. Yeah. It's and, it, and they and it's it could be unforgiving, like that you have to pay attention. Yes. Uh and I've we really discovered John Cazale. How um, John Cazale was the name of that actor. Well, we discovered how it really gets. Like the first movie's intense. The second movie is way intense. But we'll more on that later. Okay, cool. <laughs> I like this going in order thing. See, we're killing time already. So you got Sonny James Con. <laughs> he's the hothead. He's the one that slated 
to, to be take, the head. To be the next Don. But he's a hothead. He's he, he's excitable. He's kind of stupid. A little violent. Yeah, very. Yeah, there's also, there's yeah. some violence there. Yeah, there's some carelessness too. Yeah, sloppiness. <laughs> he, he tells everybody what he's thinking, which apparently you're not supposed to do. <laughs> and then there's Fredo. If anybody calls you Fredo, yeah, big insult. Yeah, yeah. Just ask uh, who's that guy? Chromo. Uh, Chromo? Andrew Chromo. Is that the guy on CNN? Uh, uh, I don't Somebody know. called him Fredo oh, in a restaurant. Isn't he uh, Cuomo? Cuomo, Cuomo. Pro Cuomo, Cuomo. Well, anyway, that's pretty funny, though, that someone called him uh, Fredo. Yes. Because uh, he's the... He's weak. He's weak. scared. It's kind of like pathetic. He's not a yeah. bright man. Yeah, yeah. And then not, you have... Just like everyone says. The seemingly unassuming... Michael Corleone. Yeah, he's quiet. He's he was a war hero. He he's like a college boy. This is like you know he. There's this great scene in the second one where you see how much he really just did not want to go the path of the of his family. He kind of wants to do his own thing and sort of, you know, it doesn't really work out for him. But yeah, by and that's Pacino. And then, uh, what's the big the big inciting incident, really, of the film? I feel you're quizzing me, so I have to keep remembering what you're setting me up to say. It's kind of funny. It's sort of like uh, Godfather for dummies or something. (laughs) But I I don't want to treat it like everybody has seen it. I feel like that's something... It's a tricky thing because you don't want to be that guy that's like, ooh, fun fact trivia when everybody who who knows the Godfather knows it so well that they're like, who gives what are these dirt idiots doing? But there's a lot of people that don't know... The movie. Yeah, that's why. Are we, we selling the movie or are we spoiling it? What are we? Are we reviewing it as a? With or are we set, trying to sell the Godfather? It's really hard to review one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah, I don't know what else. Yeah, it's 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 you know, tricky. I'm, I'm not here to. Like, ha- I don't have any hot takes on Godfather Part One that's, or Two or really Three. That's <laughs> the best way to put whatever difficulty is coming from doing this episode. Is that exactly? I have uh, strong opinions. But it's either gushing or insulting. I have no hot takes. I'm it's I'm right on. It's one of those things that like it's universal. It's just a universal thing. You, you know, it is what it is. It's funny. I guess I want to sell it to people that haven't seen it before, but that's not interesting to anybody that has already seen it. Right. But at the, and then at the same time, you know, like what do we we can't bring anything new to the table for the people that do love it already. Yeah, so what can we do here? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Do we, are we, do you want to keep moving along? Well, I, I wanted to just say... There's this movie called Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think that saying... Uh, there's, a, there's a hit put out on... On, on the Don. On Don Corleone, yeah, yes. the Godfather. Yes. And it does not go well. No, it does not. He, does, he survives the hit. Yeah. He's weak. Yeah, and now we need someone to to step up. And is are we now? We're just going scene for scene. Not, not really, because <laughs> I almost just said what would happens next, and I'm like, well, how? What are we doing here? Yeah. So do, now, do you want to move on to Godfather Two or? Well, no, I I have a I have a hot take. Okay, so you do have a hot take. Oh, sorry. It's it's a it's a fan theory. Okay. My fan theory is there's a scene where Michael Corleone goes to the hospital to. Just check on his father. Yeah, visit him. Yeah, yeah. Who's you know he's been shot several times yeah, at point blank 50 range. Fifty times in the back of the head and lived. So, so yeah, sometimes <laughs> somehow he lives. 
And he goes to the hospital, and there's no one there. It's empty. It's right. an empty hospital, and he freaks out because, you know, they're, somebody's going to got to come to finish the job. Yeah. So he's scrambling. He finds a nurse, and they're moving, they're moving him into another room. And then what, that baker... Yeah, the baker, just like Enzo, a, 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 or Enzo, the, the neighborhood baker. Yeah, because he who ha, who got a favor from the he, Don at the beginning. He comes to pay his respects. Yeah. So Michael, uh, what is he? He he forces him basically. He uh, to act as manda- if he was a guard. Yeah, mandatory volunteer. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. be a guard to, per- to make it look like he's guarding the hospital so that the. No other thugs will show up. Yeah, and they and they do that. They go outside. Yeah. They they kind of pretend to have guns. He puts his collar up so you know he's intimidating. <laughs> yeah, and then um, you know, a car drives by. A very nefarious looking car drives by. Yeah, and they've successfully protected the Don. But then the cops show up. Just there's just, just cops everywhere. Right. And now my fan theory is that the uh, is it the police captain? Yes. The yeah. police captain and Michael, they get into a fight, and the police captain punches Michael in the face. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. And my theory- I'm so curious to know where this is going. My theory is that Michael gets CTE, and that is the point where he goes from being the mild-mannered, unassuming guy to- I love the idea- Being hell-bent on- Killing his enemies. Killing his enemies and taking over. I'm all about you having a fan theory as to, as if it's like a comic book origin story. Well, it's funny because CTE is a much newer concept. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have known They back wouldn't then. have known about in 1972. Yeah. The punch is weird, though. Like, later Fredo's like, oh, your face looks great. Like, a year later, they make it seem like he... He really suffered some severe damage from I mean, his punch. His face looks crazy after I mean, he gets punched. I mean, punched. a punch to the face could kill a man. I will say, it is funny how, like, speaking of transformation, like, Breaking Bad takes its sweet time to show this guy, you know, sort of making these decisions. In Godfather, Michael does sort of, he tells his dad in the hospital, I'm with you, you know. and well, then Oh, yeah, yeah. Well. He's like, I'm with you, Pop. And then he just, he really, I don't know if it's just the fear of losing his dad, but he really just... Click, he just makes that switch well, pretty fast. I turned to you after he said, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you, Dad. And I'm yeah. like, that's the moment. Yeah. But I, I – And then the when he punched him, I'm like, maybe that's the moment. Now, how now how much of this is a joke? <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like because well, in, in a sim, I feel like in a similar um, way of, 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 of other transformations in movies with characters turning evil, whether it be something really cheesy like Darth Vader or something like Breaking Bad, it's but it's a similar thing where I feel like the initial thing is uh, I'm going to protect my family. And then he kills some people and he does this and that. And I think he starts to really like the power. And I think he starts to really like, you know, the contr- controlling people. Yes. So he, he becomes consumed with destroying his enemies and uh it's no longer what should we see in the second one no longer really about protecting his family i don't know that i would put it all on a cop punching him in the cheek (laughs) (laughs) although brain damage is very real well that's that's just i think is the the probably the sneaky most important scene in the whole movie is the scene at the hospital because no i think you're right yeah that's when i think that's the moment where he kind of shifts yeah that's where the shift occurs yeah yeah i think that's true and uh, yeah, it's up for debate whether <laughs> it, it's the punch or not. I'm going with it that it's the punch. He was bit by a radioactive mafia <laughs> boss. 
and, and now he's a mafia boss. <laughs> and then mafia um, man. And it's like, and then and then it's hard to really talk about from there without um, really giving away everything. Yeah, I think if you want to move on to the next movie. Well, I mean, maybe not yet, but it, it's a very long movie. But all oh, three, yes. all the three of these movies are um, either three, almost three hours, or longer than and three it, hours. It takes its time. I tr- I tried reading the book when I was young, and what would happen a lot of times when you try reading books that are based on movies is you're waiting for certain scenes and you get bored. I think I would like it a lot more now, but the movie tries to put all these things in it that aren't even really connected to the plot, like the whole beginning scene of him. Um, I don't want to get all into it, but with Johnny Fontaine or whatever, it's which is oh yeah, that's a whole thing that's we like, talk about. Like, that won't really spoil anything. Yeah, basically, this singer wants to move up in his career, and so he asks the Don to intimidate a movie producer to get him a role in a movie, and it's semi based on a story involving Frank Sinatra, I believe. Yes, and um, like none of that really has anything to do with the plot. So I could see somebody starting the movie and being like, "What is all this?" But they're also setting up the rules of the mafia because. You know, there were there were crime movies, but what we now know is the rules of the mafia. Like, you do me a favor, and then maybe I'll ask you for a favor, and all that kind of stuff. I don't think was in movies to the extent that it is now. So that so, it's one of those classic things where it had to set up a lot of rules so you understood how a don works and how like they make their money and all that kind of stuff. Because I don't think you would have known otherwise. Yeah, it's about family. It's about loyalty. Yeah. And then it's about power kind of overriding both of those things. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it's about to a winning. Yeah, to an extent that is detrimental to especially for Michael. Yes, him and everyone around him. Yeah, because um we, the we'll, we'll we'll talk about it when we get when we get to the next movie. But yeah, the, the but uh it's a great movie, The Godfather. And I think it's I think it stands on its own without the sequels. I think the second one only complements it. Um, cause they didn't really make a lot of sequels back then. So to have like a part two to an Oscar winning movie and then have part two win the Oscar too is, uh, pretty incredible. Back uh, when the Oscars meant something. Yeah. God well, damn it. Didn't Brando <laughs> win and he like didn't show up. He like had a native American lady show up. Was yes. that for that movie? Yes. That was for the Godfather. Brando <laughs> did not accept the Oscar he won. And instead, I don't remember her name. Something lit- little feather accepted the award of course, of on course. his behalf yeah, and made a statement about the mistreatment of I wonder, the you, indigenous you people. Do you think Marlon Brando really gave a fuck about the indigenous people? I would say, I guess so. Uh, he wouldn't if he... I heard he was... Uh, I don't he, know anything about him. He I didn't think seem he, like the greatest of... Uh, there's some controversial stuff about him. Yes. But uh, what was that one movie he did? Um, the one with the butter up the ass. Oh, um, Last Tango in Paris. Yeah, I think I heard that the the girl in the movie was like, you, you know, that sex scene is 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 not a hundred percent consensual. She didn't really know exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, he kind of took it upon himself to. I don't know anything about. Start that. shoving butter up people's asses. I don't either. But <laughs> nobody's listening to me, so who cares? But you can Google it yourself. I've never even seen the movie. Nobody but the listener is listening to you. What are they saying? They're gonna. They're suddenly gonna start like saying, "Oh my God, Marlon Brando." What do but I? The question. D- I'm not did, spreading did fake news. Marlon Brando care about indigenous people. I, I you're right. He could be a he could be. A, I don't know. A vicious bastard. One day, but it seems. But also care about indigenous people. It, it seems like uh, a pretty strong statement, and that was before 
the Oscar speeches being the way they are now. Yeah, where now every speech is a is somewhat a political like, statement. Yes, yeah. and now yeah, he was only on, Native Americans are accepting the awards. Well, he was on the cutting edge. <laughs> Of Oscars, the modern day Oscar speech, I, I suppose. I think he was on the cutting edge of acting and of um, celebrity. Being, being a weirdo, he was. Yeah, on- <laughs> yeah, being a weird pervert creep weirdo. I think he was on the cutting edge of a lot of what we learn about these people now. No, I don't. I don't want to besmirch him too much. I don't want to besmirch him so, too much. We said he's an amazing performer. I don't know him as a person. He he. What people? All right, Brando. You know when somebody's acting. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. There's a reason why he's the touchstone of good acting. Yeah, I think he was an uh, inspiration to um, a lot of people even from before. Like De Niro, who's like way before our time, I think was inspired by Brando. I mean, I think he was a, you know, a big presence. More on De Niro. Yes. In, in just a moment. Yes. I think uh, I want to play now Nino Rota is the man responsible for most of the Godfather music. But also Carmine Coppola, brother of director uh, Francis Ford Coppola. He also did some of the music. I want to play some Coppola music and then another uh, Rhoda, and then we'll uh, we'll come back. We'll we'll talk about the rest of the Godfather. It'd be so funny if you just played like like a Britney Spears song. (laughs) Like if like Toxic came on right now, it would just be perfect. All right. Here's a Toxic by Britney Spears (laughs) on Ryan and Adam's show.
Rota with Love Theme from The Godfather. That's what we're talking about here, people. Thanks for listening. Yeah. It's uh, cool. Um, <laughs> Godfather, Godfather. There's boobies in the first one. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad that we... Uh... Oh, if we're selling the movie. Yes. If you don't have internet porn for some reason, that you can see boobies in The Godfather. And if you can't stream the internet, then... Get it on DVD. Yeah, get the know. DVD. We watched it on DVD. We certainly did. I've got the DVD trilogy, although we did not watch the original third one, but we will get into that. We will get into that. So Godfather Part 2. Oh, man. Um, Here's where it gets pretty intense. I my th- think is the coolest part that I was going to say earlier, um, and I believe it, it. there are things, scenes from the book slightly, is that you learn about the backstory. This movie does a really cool thing. It's flashing back and forth between Michael Corleone still running the mafia and his father, who's now uh, dead, uh, Don Vito Corleone, as a young, first a child, and then as a young man rising in the world of how he became a mafia boss. So it's really two movies. And it, it is. It is. And what's cool is um, now prequels that's a whole genre of movie and the idea of like flashbacks like even damon lindelof from lost said that he loved godfather 2 and it's obvious why because he loves flashbacks and learning backstory that way and it's really a very inventive technique that i don't know that many movies if any used before godfather 2 yes and and now like you said the origin story is its own genre of movie yeah so there's not a lot of movies even do it anymore yeah, and also it's a lot like of, you'll see it in the next. You'll see the, yeah. the backstory in the next movie. And a lot of times it's like, movie. a lot of times it's like it, it doesn't pan out. It's like you remember in a Last Crusade how the opening scene is like every single thing we know about Indiana Jones, the origin happened this one day. Like <laughs> yeah. they don't do a lot of times development. They don't do a hundred percent right. This movie is. It's subtle. You're not 100% sure what they're even what the point is, although I, you do by the end of the movie, but they're basically paralleling the two rises of power. They're, you know, my, his son's rise of power and his father's rise of power and how they're different. And the, just the, the way it's laid out and the editing is just it's exquisite. Yeah, it's really, really great. I, there's a reason people say this one's better than the first and, and how they name it for um, – when people talk about good sequels, I don't know if I like it as well as the first. I like the simplicity of the first. I think that I like to just think of them as one whole package. Yes. If I'm watching one, I'm watching both. I, that's how I like to think of it. Exactly. And they've even done an edit that's in chronological order, which I'm not a big fan of because I like the the way that it, you know the way that it's. Put I, w- I want to do that next year. I want to watch the chronological one. I get. I get like the. Um, the appeal of it, but whenever I, people do that, I always feel like it was made this way for a reason. Exactly, they're yes. saying something in the way that they structured it that you're losing by by re-editing it in order. That is right, in my opinion. I That's do, just in my opinion. Yes, I I do not disagree with that. Okay, but I, I I like the idea of taking that journey anyway, just to see what that journey's all about. Why not, right? So yeah, well, we got the flashback sequences. Robert De Niro. Yes, as the young Brando character, the young Godfather. Now, at this point, De Niro is a brand spanking new actor. <laughs> yeah. He has done a few movies of note, uh, Bang the Drum Slowly being one of them. Which I, it, I've never seen. And was it Mean Streets? Yeah, and Mean Streets being his first, I think, big thing. The year before. Yeah, yeah, Scorsese's so, first big movie. Robert De Niro is a fresh face. Yes, 
That would Fresh be that would be own. like if Timothy Chalamet <laughs> <laughs> played him today. I don't know. I, that was yeah. the first guy. But you know what? In a, in a way, you're right. I mean, it's because it, nobody knew this. Well, actually, Timothy Chalamet is probably more famous now than De Niro was then. But I get your point. He's like a young, new actor, and uh, suddenly he's playing the Godfather. Yeah, huge shoes to fill. Yeah, uh, he has to play the role that won an Oscar and already. I, and I believe. In fact, I know he won an Oscar for playing it. He did. Do you know what two characters? Here's a little trivia. Oh. Two movie characters that won two different actors the Oscar. Well, it's we, a little absurd when you hear the second well, one. Well, we just said one. Yes, you're right. And the other one's the Joker, right? Yeah. <laughs> so those are the two that, gra- Those are really the only ones? Yeah, the two greatest characters in cinema history, The Godfather <laughs> and The Joker. That's what you get here on Ryan and Adam's show. That's a real joke. Nuggets of it's a real joke, but it's true. If you play a crazy clown that wants to defeat the Batman, <laughs> if you want to kill the Batman and you want to bring chaos to Gotham City in clown makeup, you will win an Oscar. And how did they do it? How did they do it? How did the, who do it? How did the guys that won uh, Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix? How did they win? Um, I don't understand the. What do you mean? Method acting. Oh yes, yes. So which all it goes all back goes to, back to Marlon Brando. People. Yeah, yeah. There you have it. Well, Heath Ledger won because he died. Well, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> but but and uh, I. <laughs> I have no comment on that. Um, although like, he was, oh, don't you mean Keith Ledger? By the way, <laughs> though he was great in the movie. I'm just saying. Um. So yes, De Niro won it for the same character, and he is incredible in this because he's doing like. A Brando impression, like he's doing that voice, but he's he's not like it's not an it's not like a it's not cheesy. It feels like oh, I totally believe that this would be Vito Corleone as a younger guy. What's a now? They're from this whole family is from Corleone in Sicily. Yeah, and that is where the movie really begins. Yeah, it's where it opens. And uh, his last name is not Corleone. Yeah. It is, what is it, Andretti? Andolini, I Andolini? believe. Andolini? Yeah, I think that's right. I thought he was a race car driver for a second. <laughs> I think it's Andolini. Andolini. Because he says, my father was Anthony Andolini. Yeah, I think something like something like that. Close. It's close. And then uh, what What happens? Well, essentially, you find out that this little kid's uh, parents are killed uh, by a uh, Don... Right, yes. I'm a crime boss in 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 Italy, in Sicily, and yes. so the boy has to make his way into America to run. Yeah, he's got to run because they want him too. They want him dead. Great Ellis Island scene where he comes over to America. It's a very sort of like. There's a reason why the last episode of Sopranos was called Made in America. There's this very sort of like American thing because these are immigrants that brought this to America and everything. So yeah, he comes to America, and um. He lives in New York in the early 1900s. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, dude. I'm, I'm killing it. I'm killing it. It's like, uh, you know, Gangs of New York, but uh, much, much better and without Cameron Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great review. Um, it's a great capsule review. Yeah. I think I just think it's cool how you see like a Vito Corleone rising and um, seemingly – 
is really doing it for, not that he was a good person, but seemingly really doing it for his family. And it's interesting to see his, like, um, his buddies that you would later see as old, uh, like um, Tessio and uh, Clemenza or whatever, these young guys, and you're seeing Sonny and Michael and all them as children. Yes. It's very cool to see, like, but there's also sort of a sins of the father thing where it's like, well, because he built this life, he sort of cursed his children because nothing good comes through for any of them. That's right. So it's very, very interesting to see how he built this empire for his family and fellow immigrants and 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 to be in power and essentially because of that sort of cursed his yes. whole family. These films are an epic tragedy. Yes, they are. Yes. Yeah. It's it, they're all building up to uh you know, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like them. Yeah, yeah. But they got, you see how he in a way he sort of had to. They're starving and he figured out a way to play the system and and, and make money. And there's this constant theme in these movies of going, um, going uh, like legit. Like in the first one, he tells Michael, like, we just didn't have enough time. And then in the second one, Michael tells Kay, I'm not going to get into the, but this is idea of like, we'll get there. We're going to eventually be legit. We're going to eventually mm. be the, the, the puppeteers. We're going to be the guys on top. And uh, it does not work out like that for them. And then meanwhile, in the present day, yeah. in Godfather Part Two, Yes. There is a another. It's another failed hit. This time on, on Michael. Michael. Yeah, and that is the, the driving of, force. That's the catalyst to the plot of his story. Yes, and there's there's a lot going on there. Yeah, it's a little tough to follow. It's it's really I I I called it three dimensional chess. Yeah, he's playing a lot of different people. There's a guy named Hyman Roth. We're not going to get into the whole thing. It would be a nightmare to try. And- this, I think Pacino is just unreal. Yeah, I, this, like I, the way he should have been honest. He might have should have won. Frankly, I think that he should have. The he, intensity he, of him, and yet the calculating and menacing. I mean, he is killing it in that movie. And you're trying to figure out what he's thinking because he's saying things and you're like is he really thinking that though right he's playing everybody you don't know who you don't know and i think he doesn't even know who he trusts and it's intense and that you could see the movie four times and you're still like trying to figure out like did he did he like know already me me and you kept me and you've seen this movie several times and we kept saying like oh that's why he did that like it was you're still kind of like on this journey of trying to figure out what he's what he's planning because he's just trying to find there's a mole Basically, there's a mole in the... That uh, must have helped them to get into his compound for the hit. And, and they're trying try- to figure out who it is. Who the mole is. And just, he's going from... Michael Corleone is going from character to character, just... Yeah. Just... Trying to figure out what's everyone going... everyone out. Yeah, yeah. And it's cool. It's a, it's it, it's right around the time of, like, the Cuba Revolution. There's a lot... Of, this is another movie. A lot of fucking cool scenes and lines. I mean, it's 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 great. Yes. Um, I don't think we should spoil and say who the mole is. Nah, no. I'm. Why bother? I mean, yeah. The point being you is... You either know or you don't know. He sort of sells his soul even more. And I think the movie... I don't want to say the last shot just because we're trying to sway and not be total spoilers, but um, <laughs> it ends in a very subtle, quiet way. Um, first, you see a flashback, and then, and then you see present day, and it kind of just says... Everything. Everything you need to know. Yeah, about who they were and who this guy is now. And that's the end of the Godfather saga. Full of regret. They yeah. never made another movie after and that. And that's it. And then uh, <laughs> that's the end of it. 
Scarface was a good movie. Did you ever see it? <laughs> <laughs> Dog Day Afternoon. When he yells Attica. <laughs> Uh, we'll do Pacino Day. Oh God! The whole but, reason why, yeah, we're even doing this. We're bored. Is, no, I, I know where you're going though. Yeah, when I, I mentioned it last week that I was gifted the Godfather Coda, co- Coda, yeah, co- co- uh, yeah, the Coda. I was gifted that, and that is just a re-edit of the third movie, which came out. Uh, what, 16 years? Yeah, 90, I think, or something? 1990, 16 years after the God. third movie. Isn't that, that's old. No, it's 19, 1990 would be like 30 years ago. 30 years ago. I, I'm saying 16 years after um, Godfather Part Two. Oh, yes, yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think Coppola needed some money. Yes, there's. Uh, he, he did bankrupt his own studio, I believe. He was one of those guys. There's that whole Apocalypse Now, Heart of Darkness documentary. He just would blast money. He eventually went on to make his best movie, Jack, with Robin Williams. <laughs> but I think he... I, I, that's that's also true. Uh, some, we make a lot of jokes on this, but Francis Ford Coppola, director of Godfather, did actually direct Jack. Yeah, he did. With Robin Williams. Yeah. And uh, that might be obvious to you. And Robin Williams is not, great. Not to the listener. And there was other classy guys in that movie. Bill Cosby was in it. But anyway, so, w- was he? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so Godfather Part Three. I think the original thing was the the story is is that he wanted it to be the death of the, the title, the death of Michael Corleone. And he didn't want it to be a Godfather movie because he knew it would be too compared to the originals. But and he was right. And he was right. Yeah, there was no way around that one. And so he made this third Godfather. It was not good. Me and you have only seen it once, the yes. original. And now it came time to watch the coda, and we watched it. And I think it's fair to say that watching that right after the uh, amazing saga of Godfather and Godfather Part II, um, we we mostly thought it was crap, right? Yeah, and you know what? It's n- It's a pretty popular thing and it's used as a touchstone a lot for movies that stink yeah that's that's worse than the godfather three yeah it's it's become very cliche yeah and uh you know we really tried to go into it with an open mind really tried and i think even at one point i was talking a lot and you were like i'm really trying to pay attention to this and i was like you're right let's give it a fair shot (laughs) and i don't know what the hell that movie was about (laughs) I don't know what made, and I had a little wine, but you were sober, and and you didn't know what the hell was going on either. I had to read up on what the hell was going on. Yes, and and we were reading up also on the edits that were yeah. in included in the new movie, and there's some good things, but there's really yeah, a slight beginning change which I kind of like, but um, and I think there's a slight ending change which I'm not sure how I feel about, but pretty much there's that one edit in the middle that we caught that was terrible. Yeah, actually, there's a extremely funny and obvious edit in the in the, in the new edit. He, of, um, I won't. Sp- I'll just say he says something to his daughter. Michael says something to his daughter. Who's, oh no, you could, dude, come on. It's played by Sofia Coppola, who's the director's daughter and who uh, can't act. She apparently can direct as as we, but she cannot. And he says something to her. He says, "You got to stop banging your cousin, right?" Yes. And I'm not kidding, by the way. And she literally just goes. No, and then it's quick cut. It's a quick cut. It's and bad. We turn we turn to each other and we're like that. We have to check on that. Yeah, we have to, yeah. We have to cross reference that. So the and, gu- go ahead. And we we did. We put on the original cut, and uh, 
after she, she, you know he <laughs> there's she she just storms off she and, stinks she yeah, keeps she, saying she, no i won't stop banging my cousin <laughs> and it's super fucking bad yeah she has a tantrum so basically they cut out her her tantrum and, yeah. and she storms off and kind of runs away and it's so godfather 3 let's see what it's about here godfather 3 takes place in the 70s 79 i believe and um which the new one didn't do a great job at saying, I don't think. I don't remember if captions came up. But anyway, basically, Michael Corleone is uh, r- filled with guilt over uh, the the stuff that he's done throughout his life. And he's basically trying to, in a very Michael Corleone way, buy his salvation from the Catholic Church by giving them tons of money. Yes, yeah, $6 million? Yeah. And which that's no, why, wait, no, I'm sorry. Six, I think $600 million. And that's why I'm glad they added that scene back to the beginning, which was his original plan. Uh, there's a scene where he's offering them that money, and it's right out. And it's to show you that the ceremony they throw for him was basically bought. Yes. He, he's, he's trying to do the right thing, but in a very fucking lame way. <laughs> yeah. And he's trying to go legit. Yeah. <laughs> wait, say the line. Every time, oh, hey, every time I try to leave, they suck me back in. <laughs> And uh, the the famous line, the famous line, <laughs> Sopranos. They were always quoting that line. That's a classic line. But um, they suck him right back in. <laughs> but he's so he's trying to go legit. He's got a he's shaved head in a weird way. <laughs> he's changed a lot. He's got a sense of humor now, but he's still wearing the ass the uh, the ascot. The ascot. That's he well, can't get rid of that Michael Corleone ascot. We remarked on. Um, his how he's like a wisecracker now. He, he turned into nineties. Nineties Pacino is a different man he, than Earl than than young Pacino. Well, if you're, if you're if you're talking just Michael Corleone, he goes from unassuming to the most scary, <laughs> yeah, commanding, menacing, menacing dude ever. So now he's a wisecracking old man. (laughs) He's cracking jokes the whole movie. And he's doing that new Pacino thing where he's very like, I can't do an impression, but it's just like, it doesn't feel at all subtle. Like his, although there's a couple of good scenes. The confession scene, he he kills, I think. That's sad, but it's just, I don't know what they were thinking. I guess people do lighten up when they get old. And anyway, his daughter and Sonny's illegitimate son are banging. And they're cousins. And um, Sonny's illegitimate kid, uh, Andy Garcia, he's like a hothead just like his old man. And he wants to be the godfather or, you know, he wants to work for Michael. Yeah. And there's a lot going on with the Catholic Church. Basically, him trying to go legitimate is causing problems for other people. And it's there's violence and there's helicopter shootouts. Yeah, there's action movie. <laughs> like, there's like a di- that helicopter shootout is, is from Die Hard. It's just <laughs> yeah. a scene from Die Hard. And I like the themes in terms of like... He's full of regret, and he and I don't. We could spoil this movie, right? His well, it, yeah, I think at the end, his daughter gets killed, and so the point is, is like he has literally r- r- destroyed everything. He's destroyed his own life. He's destroyed. I mean, he's just he, he's a, a miserable piece of shit, and um, it's sad because he really wanted to go good. Although well, I, I don't think we should be feeling sorry for fucking Michael Corleone, but. I like the idea of like a regretful old Don who wishes he didn't do what he did. But in terms of the plot and the way that the movie plays out, it's just convoluted and bad acting and not very interesting. You know, it's funny. As we talk about it, it's making me like it more. 
There's, there's. I, I was trying to even say this on the night. There are like thematical. I mean, it's not good, ele- but I, it's it's making me. The thematical elements yeah. that I like. I but, but that, I'm telling you again that like subtle last scene of Godfather Two where you just see him thinking says it all. Oh, this is a guy that blew, blew ruined his his life, and you right. see, you don't need a whole movie about old Pacino and the Vatican and. I don't think they they just it doesn't play out well at all. Yes, but and, uh, yeah, and also the uh, the cousin thing uh, is uh, talk about the movie being unsubtle. Incest before it was all the rage, and I mean, I, I have no problem with the, the it being incest, but it's not like this like forbidden romance. Nobody seems to really care that they're cousins. I mean, and, she just is hot out the gate. <laughs> lunging at him. Lunging at her What's cousin. What's going on there, cuz? And it's like, whoa, <laughs> man, she really wants to bang her family. <laughs> like, she's into this. And, and then and then we remarked that uh, Michael Corleone at one point, he <laughs> uh, he he falls into a coma. <laughs> yeah, he, this, this movie's got everything. It's got comas. If you want to see incest, a movie. If you has... <laughs> Helicopter. If you want to crashes. see a movie where Michael Corleone goes into a diabetic coma, I love seeing Michael Corleone be like, "Oh, somebody give me a Snickers. My blood sugar is low." Like, okay. Like, oh, if you like, if they made a Die Hard Six and John McClane was just like in the middle of the action, like, "Oh, I gotta get, I gotta get a candy bar or something." I, my diabetes. It's like, yeah, mate, you're so fucking old. But yeah, so he goes into a diabetic coma and, y- and yells Fredo when he does it, and <laughs> he's uh, he's talking. Andy Garcia is now in line to take over for him, so they have a conversation. He's like, "We got to talk about my daughter." Yeah, and Michael Corleone does not care that they are uh, romantically involved whatsoever. Yeah. He's I more. Think he says like once, like, hey, "You guys are first cousins or whatever." Does then, he even? I think he does, and then it's immediately like. Yeah, but who cares? He's really more concerned about his daughter's safety. Yes, being involved in with a with a gangster, basically. Yes. <laughs> Don't ignore the fact that the gangster is blood related. Right. They, that is just ignore. I think that's that's more of an uh, an old country thing. <laughs> Again, if they were doing like a um, like a Game of Thrones, like because incest is like any other taboo. If you do it correctly. I get what you're going for. You're going for this, like, we shouldn't be together, and it's this old, like... But that's not at all how it feels in the movie. In the movie, it feels like there's no chemistry between them, and it feels like they just want to bang. And there's just no, like, romance. It just feels like, oh, but we really like having sex. And it's a, it's it's not subtle, and it's weird. It just comes off feeling fake. It's bad. It's just really bad, that storyline. <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm actually I'm very glad that we talked about it because that was that was great. <laughs> Just talked about the third movie. Yeah, and uh, and that was Godfather Three. Yeah, I kind of changed my mind. I, I think I do like that, the scene where he's old in, in in Italy at the end. Like I like again. That's why they wanted to call it Death of Michael Corleone. Like it just being about this sad old man. I kind of <laughs> 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 it's not a good movie, but I get that idea. It's just the movie itself is a. Uh, is there's some there's okay violence and there's a few good scenes I like, it's just not very good it's just not a very good movie yeah but I change I changed my mind about you can skip it though I I I think that there's you think it plays a, a valid role in the saga no I I don't <laughs> I, I think it, it's a uh, a somewhat entertaining piece still yeah and I think I 
I will say that if you're gonna watch the first two, you should at least see how the whole thing like wraps up. Whether you want whether you want to include it in the canon or not, it is part of it. It yeah, is. Yeah, I suppose maybe not do them all in one day. Like maybe do one and two in one day. That yeah, and then I highly like, recommend the and next then, day watch three. Yeah, give yourself some breathing time for three. Yeah. And wait, wait a month. <laughs> and be be fair with it. You might like it. Some people like it. You know, you might actually end up liking it. Why not give it a shot? If you like the first two, why not give it a shot? But my general opinion is it could have been uh, – it, it feels like a where are they now reunion special. It's like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to see all the gang back together? It, it just – it feels uh, not – like it didn't warrant a movie, especially a movie that long. But you might love it. I don't know. You might be into that kind of thing. And there you have it, folks. Yeah, and that's the Godfather saga. I mean, well, you could go on and on. There's a, there's like fucking books probably written about these movies. I mean, what were we going to do? Oh, there's tons of books. We said our piece for now. And uh, is that it? Yes, that's it. Adam, I really enjoyed doing this, but also just watching those movies with you. And we ate really shitty Italian food that you chose. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, I... Um... I don't feel good about that. We should have made our own sauce. As as I told you, yeah, well, that's that's a lot of time. That's another episode. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole other nine hour ordeal. Yeah. But um, as I told you before, if I recommend somebody a movie and they don't like it, that's I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. But when I recommend food and they don't like it, I feel distressed. Well, actually, it's not them that don't like it. It's us together. Yeah. We enjoyed it together or didn't enjoy it together. It had its moments. The the cannoli was great. Yeah, that was a insane cannoli. That was a great cannoli. And I didn't hate the penny vodka. I It was, was a weird sauce. Mm, I it was like, yeah, it wasn't great. And no. I love the sausage and meatball were pretty good. I liked the sausage. You didn't like the meatball? Uh the meatball. Uh, I was okay with the meatball. I don't want to say where we got it from because I, I just don't. Okay. It was a place in Booton, but I'm not going to say where. Okay. But uh, yeah, sorry about that, man. No, no, it's fine. I'm not, as you know, I'm, I don't know a lot. Um, I've eaten tons of Italian food, but I'm not like, I, I don't have an amazing palate. I mean, I eat garbage, you know, so it's like, I, I don't care, you know, I, and I got wine. You got, what, what's the wine you told me to get? I told you to get Carla Rossi. And I did. I got a huge fucking jug of it and I drank wine all night. And I was I was not getting drunk. Uh, but every time I would try drinking something else like whiskey, uh, I could feel it mixing with the wine in my stomach. Yeah, they it, say don't mix wine with any other yeah. liquor. So I'm like, okay, I guess I just won't be that drunk. But I drank a, a good amount of that wine and I still have a ton left. So... It was a fun time. Dude, anytime you want to come over and like let's watch a bunch of movies or watch watch a season of something and then like we'll talk about it on the show. Like I am so fucking there. I thought that was it was a blast and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Yes. Thanks for listening, listener. And is that it? We're done? Yeah, if you want to ask us any questions, let us know something. The truth. Ryan Adam at gmail.com. And then I'll just I'll end on a quote here. I'll just say, uh, Oh, hey, I'm going to make them an offer that they're going to want to think uh, hard about. <laughs>